welcome back to our weekly podcast, Design and Destiny, where we are aligning with a power movement of God as we're searching out how, how to, how to grow, how to flourish, how to live deeply in God's purposes for our lives so that we can more fully release God's healing power and glory into the world. And if you're new to the Destiny Makers community, well, special welcome to you. If you like what you hear, consider subscribing to our weekly podcast and check us out at destinymakers.org where you can avail yourselves of the resources that we have there for you. Well, in our last week's episode, I was talking about the power of the tongue from Proverbs 18:21 that says, "Life and death, life and death are in the power of the tongue, and those who love it will eat of its fruit. That's a pretty extraordinary statement if you stop and meditate on it for a while, rather than simply pass it off quickly as, oh, hyperbole, like some exaggerated scare tactic. But as I mentioned last week, the ancients, they knew the unseen creative power of the spoken word to manifest after its kind, just as they knew God's word did not go forth and just evaporate into thin air. As it says in Isaiah 55, 11, we read that what God speaks, what God decrees is brought into reality. Now think about it. When God's Christ, his creative expression, spoke creation into being, his let there be light, it was not just a mere aspiration or suggestion. The word brought about kingdom realities, both in the natural and in the supernatural. And made in the image and likeness of God, you and I, we share this creative expression. See, our realities are first conceived out of the heart, or the spirit. And then nurtured in the soil of our soul, which is our mind, will, and emotions, by repetition of that thought. And then it becomes manifested in the physical by what it is that we declare. And you know, most of the time we trend toward the wrong thing. We create, we nurture, we reinforce realities that we don't want, we don't like, we don't need. (laughs) Expressions of fear and anxiety and uncertainty and judgment and conceit and self-promotion rule in our heart and overflow into our language. Perhaps in scripture, James, uh, the book of James, chapter three, verses three through 10, it has some of the strongest admonitions about the serious nature of the tongue. Let me just read it here for you. This is again, James three, starting with verse three. It says, when we, and this is from the NIV version, when we put bits into the mouths of horses to make them obey us, we can turn the whole animal. Or take ships as an example. Although they're so large and they're driven by strong winds, they're steered by a very small rudder wherever the pilot wants to go. Likewise, the tongue is a small part of the body, but it makes great boasts. Consider what a great forest is set on fire by a small spark. The tongue is also a fire, 
a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole person. It sets the whole course of his or her life on fire and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and creatures of the sea are being tamed and have been tamed by man, but no man can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue, we praise our, our Lord and Father. And with that same tongue, we curse men who've been made in God's image and likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise, praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. See, our words actually release sound waves. There's energetic power that comes from what we speak, both what we speak and our intentions into the atmosphere. I mean, we've all had experiences of walking into a room or sitting in a meeting where angry, competitive, accusatory words can dampen unity and squelch motivation. I mean, you can actually physically feel it. Scientists like Dr. Emoto and others, do you know that they've actually gone so far as to do studies on the physiological impact of words, both positive and negative on plants and water crystals and the like? It's amazing what we don't see, but the energetic power that comes from our words and our intentions. But even beyond the physiological nature of words, do you know our words take us on mental on a mental journey? They create pictures in our mind. For instance, do this for me right now, right now. I do not, I do not want you to think of an elephant, an image of an elephant. Don't do it. <laughs> In fact, don't think about a pink elephant or a flaming pink elephant. <laughs> now, did you happen to see an elephant image in your mind anyway? Maybe even a pink one or maybe even a pink elephant on fire in flames? See, Words themselves, they're just simply a collection of symbols that are arranged in a particular order that we've learned through our past conditioning to associate with a particular image. Words create pictures in the imagination of your mind. That, that's how the mind works. And the pictures that you form are typically associated with an emotional experience that you had with that picture or one that's similar. Words take you on a mental journey of associating with your past so that you can make decisions about how to navigate your future, good or bad, helpful or hurtful, courageous or cowering. Words help you either win the battle of your mind or they enslave you to the mundane, the mediocre, the menacing ideas that you hold. Words also trigger neurochemicals in the brain that actually impact your biology. Soft, kind, loving, fun, energetic, encouraging words. Do you know that they can release endorphins and oxytocin from the brain, you know, those feel good chemicals that actually create stability 
and security and well-being and a strong immune system. Whereas fear-based, angry, judgmental words, do you know they trigger anxiety-producing hormones that over time or in a chronic state create stress? They compromise your learning and your well-being and even your body's immune functioning. Your words have the power to influence gene expression that regulates physical and emotional well-being. Meditating on God's promises and faith-based words actually stimulate frontal lobe activity in the brain that over time trains our brain to see the good in ourselves and others and the world around us. See, words create spiritual realities as we align ourselves with either God's intentions or Satan's intentions. Our words create mental pictures laced with emotions that either build up faith or tear down in fear. And words feed our bodies on the cellular level by what we have to say. You see, spirit, mind, and body are brilliant, holistic, creative God and Father knows the full impact of our words on our own realities, the reality of our well-being, but not just for ourselves, our words and how they impact our friends and our family and our world and our very destiny. See, life and death, it's not just a euphemism. Life and death are truly in the tongue. And praise be to the one who fearfully and wonderfully made us to speak God thoughts so that we might usher in and experience the reality of abundant life on earth as it is in heaven. So what are you telling yourself today? What are you speaking into others' lives? What are you empowering and releasing into creation? See, are you fixating on problems, or are you releasing imaginative solutions? As a co-creator and a co-laborer in the work of God, how well are you advancing his kingdom and testifying to the love of God in Christ Jesus by the words that you speak? If you are to move into a fuller expression of your original design so that you're fully equipped to receive and release your God-ordained destiny, then you must, you must attentively and aggressively war against the battles taking place in your mind. 2 Corinthians 10 verses 3 through 5 reads that, for though we live in the world, we do not wage war as the world does. The weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, the weapons that we have, they have the divine power, divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God. And we take every thought captive to make it obedient to Christ. If you'd like tools and processes for how to do that, consciously, consistently, successfully, effectively, then check out our Destiny Living course 
on destinymakers.org. And join us next week for our next episode of Desi <laughs> Design and Destiny. God bless you and see you soon.